Hello and welcome to Dice in a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by baked goods. My name is Joshua Gould and I am full of vim, full of vigour, and I'm ready to play some gosh darn D&D. I'm joined tonight by a slice of cookie pie from Bakerholics UK, a wonderful bakery based in Attleborough in South Norfolk. In fact, all of our slices today have come from there and are courtesy of the wonderful Benjamin, who has gracefully sponsored today's slices by donating through our Ko-Fi, which you can find more information about in the middle bit. This cookie pie is, frankly, an ungodly amalgam of traditional cookie, which serves as the crust for this pie, filled with Oreos, Nutella, and cookie cream fondant. Damn. It's massive, it's, like... It's quite a slab. I have got some raspberries for balance. <laughs> Just to be healthy. That'll, that'll see you through. You'll be all right. And, yeah. and a black coffee, because I was partying last night, and I am older than I thought I was. <laughs> You're older than you were last time you were allowed to party. Yeah, well, it's been literally, 18 months. Uh, yeah, at least 18 months. You forget what your limits are and what your body can do in that time. And, and you've gotten less used to it. Mm. Yeah. You know, you've lost any kind of resistance that you used to have. That's what, like, <laughs> when you normally drink, you'll just have like some wine or some beers or whatever. But last night was a mix of fun party drinks that everyone has brought. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. It's the mix that's deadly. So you celebrate pride. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jazz and I am playing Skylar and courtesy of uh, Bakerholics as well, I have got a slice of their eaten mess oh. brownie thing. I'm not quite sure how to define it, but my goodness me, it is so good. It's kind of got a rocky road sort of. That was of, it, Eaton Mess Rocky that Road. Was it, rocky yeah. Road. That, oh, that, there we go. And there we go, eat, see? <laughs> there, there we go. I figured it out. I solved it. It was me. It's so good. I can already feel that my teeth are going to fall out. Um, but, but we're doing okay because that's why I have tea to wash it down. Yeah. Um, am I next? I'm Alice and I'm playing Hendrix and I've got yet another cake from Bakerholics. Thank you very much, Benjamin. We, we were so happy to get this lovely <laughs> delivery of cakes. Yeah, that was a real lovely surprise. That's why we do what we do, you know. <laughs> for the cake. Is it for the art? Is it for the story? It's, it's kind of for the cake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've got the Pride Cupcake, which is very, you know, sort of topical right now because we've just had Pride here in Norwich, yeah. which is why Josh and Lisa are so hungover. <laughs> so I have um, the Pride Cupcake and it's got this stunningly vivid icing with all rainbow colours, mm. obviously. And then it's got all this like pick and mix candy shoved into it, which is wonderful. Like usually that might be a bit too much, but the flavors, all the sweetness, and then the kind of the cupcake, it all balances itself out beautifully. And lovely. Oh, the icing is exactly what you want the icing to taste like. Also like the icing was like the same height as the cupcake, <laughs> which <laughs> so thick. Yeah, well, hi, my name's Alicia and I play Tala. And for my slice from the lovely Morgan at Bakerholics, I got a Kinder Bueno Blondie. Oh. And it's just, I don't often have like any kind of Kinder bueno -y things. Or maybe it's just Kinder. I don't think it's just Kinder. It's just such a good little chocolate bar and it's just like inside the blondie, but it's not melted so you can still have it. Mm. And it's just like, I think with everyone, it's the right level of sweet without feeling like it's super overpowering. Mm. But it's great. And like Josh and I worked with Morgan a couple of years ago on a job. And since then, she's just created this bakery and this brand and she's done so well for herself. Really, really and well. And we've been desperate to go and support, but we just haven't had the time to get out 
but we got the donation from Ben, which is incredible. And we were like, screw it, let's just go buy a load of cake. <laughs> so congratulations, Morgan. The bakery's amazing. And we're all super happy with yes. our slices. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. And thank yes. you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Yes. Thank you, ben. <laughs> so, Skylar, why don't you catch us up with what happened last time? So, last time we had finally made it to style. And much to my surprise, not only is Jacques LeBlanc a real person, but he also looks exactly like me, which don't make no sense. We walked into the city and it was real quiet and we didn't see any people at all and just lots of these robot people and found out from a shopkeeper that everyone was inside for curfew. So we decided to also get inside and find ourselves a tavern. We ended up following someone to a secret bar, which we had to solve a key puzzle to get into. And might I just say that the uh, the bouncer was a very handsome man. Inside, we found Lorange and told him that we had the stuff. Only problem was, was he was sitting with someone who looked like Norma, like a doppelganger or something, and then two other people who looked like they might all be related. So I don't know if that's like a family that Norma's just not telling us about, but that was very strange and so we're starting to get some bad vibes Tyler found out that the curfew is for cleaning and not sure what that means and then the bell rang in the bar and everyone went weirdly quiet and it was like we could hear screaming from outside and then before I knew it Hendrix had sent Andrew outside to investigate which breaks the no magic law so now, here we are, the door is being smashed down by city police and we're about to get punished for Hendrix's crime. So, Skylar, you are under a table. Mm-hmm. Hendrix, you and Tala are by the front door to the foxhole. Everyone is glowing pink. The no. tavern is sort of one-fifth full of unconscious punters. <gasps> the rest of the tavern is full of punters who look very terse. Everyone roll initiative. What? Mm. Oh no! I thought we could talk our way out of this or try. I guess they're robots, so they're not going to listen to us, are they? But we could just surrender. That's an option. I got a 16, Vitala. 18. Dirty 20. Okay. So, in front of you through this broken doorway, you can see one of these Sigma series automatons. And just to give you a mental reminder, these are the ones with huge uh, mechanical butterfly wings behind them. They've got these faces and bodies that are made of bronze and metal mixed with what looks to be some sort of steel, like a stainless steel perhaps, looking quite serene. The Sigma series is flanked by two of these guards that you saw when you were walking through the city. They've got huge slabs of stone ensconced in bronze on either arm. They've got these chimneys that have got sort of this strange smoke coming out of it as well. The Sigma series wings are pulsing red and the smoke coming out of the chimney of these guards is also billowing out red. Mm -hmm. First up in the order, 
everyone's favourite hidden rogue, Skylar. You are glowing pink. Am I able to do maybe like an arcana to figure out why maybe I'm growing pink? Uh, yes, you can. You can do that as a free action. He wouldn't attack yet. He'd try and figure out what was going on. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess maybe either an arcana or an insight. Yes, it's your choice. The arcana will give you uh, information as to why you're glowing pink. Uh, the insight will give you more situational knowledge. Yeah, mm, I think it's kind of obvious what's happening. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to do an arcana. Okay. Oh, sick. Another dirty 20. Lovely. Nice. So you expect that the reason you are glowing pink is because you are connected to uh, Hendrix magically through the, through the blood magics that happened at the port. Hendrix is probably glowing because it's some sort of arcane tracking, and this is probably spread throughout the party. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Mm-hmm. I thought so. All right, so I'm going to stay hidden, yep. uh, and I'm going to wait and see what is going on, because he does not want to be the one to start something. Okay, I'm going to carry your stealth over. Brilliant. That's a 20. Next in the order, Hendrix. Right. So I'd like to get further away from this door. Because they've not come in yet, have sure. they? They're just there. No, they haven't. They are they're still outside the door currently. I'd like to just, you know, shimmy over the bar. Yeah. Get behind cover, as it were. Hendrix, you turn heel and run, attempting to dive behind the bar. As you do, as you begin to cross the threshold between the bar and the behind the bar area, yeah. a magical force field. Oh well, that's not fair. Bonks up. Well, if and I'm you, not allowed magic, they're not allowed magic. And you and you end up sort of just being repulsed back from the other side of the bar. Oh, fine. The bartender turns to you and sort of makes a gesture at you to be like, "Really?" In that case, he's gonna like turn around, face the door. He'd like to get his shotgun. Okay. So he's gonna put his. He's gonna put Tormaine on his back. You know. Oh boy. Um, he's gonna get a shotgun and he's gonna get ready to come quietly. <laughs> oh boy. But with a shotgun just in case. Where he's at is he would like to just pay the fine or deal with the consequences or whatever because he doesn't think we can necessarily win this fight because there's a whole city of robots. Mm. So if we fight these robots, there's a whole city mm-hmm. of robots. And he also doesn't want to blow Skylar's cover entirely. Mm-hmm. So he should just face discipline. But um, he is also afraid in case discipline is you're destroyed on the spot. Yeah. Because this city's a bit scary. Permanent disintegration. So I'm in a weird situation where I almost want to roll an intimidate to surrender safely. I, I think that's a persuasion. Yeah. So he's going to roll persuade to sort of surrender but not get obliterated in the process. You'll actually be doing this against a, uh, a flat DC that I have set for all of the automatons. I was going to say, city. because I imagine that they have a, they're not super conscious, <laughs> as it were. So that's a 10. It's hard to convince a robot. Yeah. I've got a plus yeah. eight to persuasion, so oh, that's how badly I roll. That's a bad roll. Wow. No. Hendrix, you turn to these automatons and you sort of, yeah, you, you explain to them that you're willing to go peacefully on the proviso that they don't obliterate you into nothingness. Mm-hmm. Um, their faces are unmoved, but you wouldn't expect their faces to move anyway. Mm-hmm. You do not know if you have been successful. Okay. <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Hendrix? I think that's everything. Um, although, um, I guess I should really retract Andrew. Okay. Also, maybe if I stop actively doing a spell, this glow will calm down. Ooh, good shout. Or at least the robots will stop thinking I'm defying them, because if I'm actively doing mm. a spell, that can't be good. Yeah. So he'd like to Deactivate Andrew. Like to call him back home. De- deactivate, deactivate Andrew. You stop the spell that summons Andrew. You feel him return to his butlering palace. 
his, his non-corporeal butlering palace. <laughs> they remain unmoved. Talassa. Talassa, indeed. So, the one in the middle is the one that looks more human. The side ones look like big, beefy, tanky things, right? Yes. So, Tala is going to move to step in front of the Sigma 7. Mm-hmm. So, the more human, possibly conscious looking one. Yeah. She is going to say in her best, like, guard voice, uh, we are tasked with protecting Jacques LeBlanc of the LeBlanc family. Um, this has been a misunderstanding. No harm must come to him or anyone else in the establishment. And she's going to try and guard to guard be like, we can talk this out, but don't nice. start throwing hands. Nice. I love all the villains we fought thus far and we're all trying to talk our way out against the robots. <laughs> yeah. Roll persuasion at advantage because of your name drop. Nice. That is a dirty 20. Nice. You say that to the Sigma series and you see the patterns, the light patterns on the wings sort of ripple. Mm. And the ripples that go out are kind of purple. Mm. Can you make a charisma saving throw, please, Tyler? Fuck me. Okay, that's a 16. It's fine. The Sigma series tilts its head and the pulsing stops. Ah! As in the purple pulsing or the red pulsing? The purple pulsing. Okay. The red pulsing also stops. Mm. There is currently no coloured light there. Oh, Tyler. Anything else? On your turn, Tyler, that was your action. I will just hold my ground and stand strong with my trident. Not threateningly, but just like, you know, I'm a guard and my job is to protect, so I have my thing ready. But it's not aggressive. Okay. It's like me grasping my shotgun, like, I surrender, but yeah. <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> I mean, Hendrix did actively get out the shotgun. Yeah. Uh, can everyone apart from Skylar please make me a wisdom saving throw, please? No. <sighs> Why has it got to be wisdom? 17. That is also a 17. Nice. It's a good thing I get advantage. My first roll was a five. <laughs> yes, you both succeed. As oh, the nice. Sigma series automaton, the wings then start flickering with a sort of rainbow assortment of lights. God. Their mouth opens. It's sort of like a just a very simple jaw unhinging. And you hear a really lovely song that sounds a bit like a lullaby. Oh, they're trying to put us to sleep. The two of you feel drowsy for a second, but you fight that... Having been caught out by sleep effects once mm-hmm. before, oh, yeah. and immediately went yeah, to jail right. afterwards. Oh, I was no. thinking it's episode two all over again. Come on, Skylar, oh my God. out of jail. Oh <laughs> my goodness, again. The Sigma series then says, your request is being processed. Can I nod as a free action? You can nod. <laughs> Nodding and crying are both free actions. Oh, thank you, GM. <laughs> the Sigma series then walks into the tavern and stands in front of the door and then takes a few more steps into the tavern. Oh. So they are basically face to face with Talassa. Wonderful. Next, the two automatons with big chunks of stone wall on their arms, basically, mm. both walk in almost in unison and stand flanking the Sigma series. Are they like Rob and Bob sized? No, they are person sized. Oh, okay. I thought they were bigger. Well, they've got these huge, basically, shields on each arm that are as big as they are. Oh, yeah, that might be why I thought they were bigger. So they, they seem bigger. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's sort of more mass to them. They then do nothing. Ooh. They stand there. And you can hear kind of like a... cogs. Going from inside them. Similar to when you tried to offend the Theta series. The little tiny... I think it was specifically an opossum. And you had sort of clicky clacking before Hendrix. Uh. Similar sort of clockwork mechanism noise. Mm-hmm. That is their turns. The barkeep rings a bell. 
and everyone sort of looks up, looking away from this standoff. Everyone looks up, turns to the barkeep, and they all just sort of, not in unison, not in a creepy way, but they all get the gist that they should start getting up to leave. Everyone roll me a perception check, please. My dice are kind today. That's a 23. I got a 14. I got a 3! Tala and Skyla. As the rest of the patrons sort of shuffle their way out of the bar, some of them moving a bit faster than a shuffle, Mm -hmm. you notice there is one table with... Uh, people on it that has not left. Oh no, it's not Norma's. Norma's is it the Norma's? It is. It is Lorange and oh, no. and the ones that look like Norma are remaining at their oh. table. They haven't even turned around. Do they look like they're doing it defiantly, or do they look like they haven't noticed what's going on? It's hard for you to say, Tala, because they are literally the other side of the bar. For you, you can't really see them all that well. You just know that Lorange is still there, and you've not seen them leave. Skylar, if you were to look at them, you can sort of. S- Lorange has the vibe of, I'm going to finish my drink first. Okay. I tried so hard to make sure his, like, customer experience was smooth. <laughs> I was all left to get you <laughs> a drink. A Don't you worry, so you sit back, put your feet up. We've got it under control. Hendrix is destined for an office job. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me one moment. I'm just going to get us arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And that is that. Top of the round. Skylar. My whole thing is stealth. I'm I'm going to stay put. Okay. Yeah, you need to be there in case we're taken into custody and you need to come get us out again. Yeah. But also you are you are potentially are the key to our um our request being processed. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you should come out and be Jacques Leblanc. <laughs> I think I need to wait this out. I think I do. Can you hold your action and until we know what the verdict yeah, is? But if, if they deny our request, you'll come out and pretend to be Jacques Leblanc or something. Yeah, there we go. Alice said it for me. Okay, so <laughs> if your request is denied, you'll stride out and pretend to be Jacques Leblanc. Yeah, but I until then, I'm going to keep my hidden position. Okay, that works for me. Hendrix, your turn. I would also like to wait and see what happens. We can't really do anything until they've processed our request. Yeah. There's not, nothing we can do. What would you like to do if the request is denied? Um, depends how they deny it. Remind me of how hit points work. Can I just heal myself a bit? The only way that you can heal yourself at the moment is with your lay on hands. Oh yeah, I can do that. So I'm going to lay on hands, give myself 10 more hit points. Cool. So yes, he's going to do that and he's going to just wait. He's just going to try and look compart. He's going to put, maybe, maybe he's going to put the shotgun away. Put the shotgun <laughs> nice. away. Nice. And he's going to stand there and try to look composed and respectable and like someone who made an innocent mistake. Good idea. Okay, Tyler, your turn. Um, I would like to roll something to spot for any kind of weaknesses on these guys. So like Ooh, okay. gaps in kind of metalwork or if there's some kind of like battery hub where if you hit that, any kind of spot. Okay, you'll be doing an investigation check. That is a four. These just big slabs of metal. Uh, the protector guard ones seem to be more heavily armoured mm. than the Sigma series because the Sigma series fly a lot. So their armour perhaps doesn't look as imposing. Mm. Um, but you can't really tell anything other than that with, with a roll of that stature. Yeah. And I guess I'll stay where I am. I don't want to leave their range just in case that provokes <laughs> something. Cool. You're not going to ready anything? Um, well, I assume that was my action. Yeah, it was. I was just going to be generous. Ah, well, if you want to be generous, she'll be ready to attack. If they if they attack, she will attack. Does that make sense? Okay. Hendrix, did you want to ready anything? I guess I, I, I'd have to just defend myself if they attack. I don't want to attack them because I'm trying to go, I'm trying to be peacefully arrested. You can take the dodge action if you want. 
Yeah, I'll do that, please. Okay, cool. Next up is the Sigma series. Uh, and you hear a boom, boom, request denied. Okay. Which, which would be Skylar's trigger. Out comes Jack. All right, we could do this. Think so, about the bouncer. You got this. Mm, think about bouncer. Okay, so he uh, kind of slides up into a booth seat so that it's like he hasn't been crouched hiding under the table. <laughs> and then he slams his hands down on the table and it's like, this is absolutely ridiculous. What is the meaning of this? I love it. Perfect. And he stands up and walks towards the Sigma, has his chin held high, really makes sure he clips his heels on mm-hmm. on the floor as he uh, as he walks and is inside he's going shit 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 what am i doing what am i doing this really ought to work shit as he kind of walks and just hopes and prays that this achieves something as you get up and walk towards the sigma series all of the automaton's heads turn to you i'm gonna get so arrested <laughs> it is a snapping motion they all just as one unit turn to look at you uh, the Sigma series says, come quietly and nothing bad will happen to you and your friends. Where on earth am I expected to go quietly? There's no response, but there's some colour changing on the wings, kind of greens and reds and blues. And then it settles on a red. Oh, fuck. Red is never good. No. And then the Sigma series says, Hostility detected. Of course there's hostility detected. You're being rude. Everyone, please make me a wisdom saving throw. (gasps) But I didn't (laughs) deny them yet. I said I I didn't give them an answer. I was barely They can sense the hostility in your terrain. They detected (gasps) hostility. I've just got a natural 20. I cast this wisdom throw last time. And you've made me roll it again, and I've rolled a seven. Wow. I've rolled a 14. So I'm going sleepy bye-byes. Hendrix, you take 35 <gasps> psychic oh, <fuck>. damage. <gasps> oh, fuck. Fuck. Skylar, you take 17 psychic damage. Okay. And Tala, you feel, as this Sigma series says, hostility detected, it, their wings that you've never seen move start to buzz start to vibrate yeah and you see these what can only be described as psychic vibrations move through the air you're really close Mm -hmm. and you actually take a step closer to them and avoid this psychic attack going through the air does it hit the normas in the l'orange no did my my dodge help i'm afraid not (laughs) hendrix i'm sorry i have negative seven hp hendrix you go from standing at the bar to laying down next yeah. to the bar. Oh, so he pulls himself no. up to surrender and tries to look all neat and tries to look all refined and and then he just ragdolls to the floor. Oh, Hendrix. Tala, that's an attack. I was going to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> but if I attack then we start war. I'm going to I'm going to give you advantage on your attack. Oh. Because you got a nat 20 on your saving throw and it put you in an advantageous position. <laughs> Okay, I I would say, so Tala Tala's aim is just to damage the wings so they can't do the psychic attacks. Ooh, okay, that's fun. Because th- that's kind of her knee jerk reaction is the wings are hurting her comrades, mm-hmm. so she wants the wings to not. Yeah, do it, go for it. That is an eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits, roll damage. 
What are you attacking with? My trident is what I had out, so I guess it's that. Okay. Am I allowed to do that two-handed? Yes, you may. Thank you. I never use my trident two-handed. So you're not wearing your shield at the moment? Well, uh, no. Yes, your AC is 17 currently. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's 13 damage with my trident and another three psychic damage. Tyler, as you're nice and close, you get a good lunge, two hands with your trident. You get it into one of the wings. You twist ever so slightly, attempting to break the wing off, but it's it's made of a, a metal that is much tougher than it appears. And actually, you see the tines of your trident start to flex more than the wing does. Mm -hmm. You then try to channel this psychic energy, but it just... You see like a ripple move through the wing where the trident made impact. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't seem to have any additional impact on them. <sighs> yeah, I didn't think it would. Uh, that's your first attack. Oh, do I get... <laughs> took the attack action. Right. Oh, I guess I get two then. That is a 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. 10 damage from my trident. And is it worth me rolling the psychic? I assume it's not. It's not worth you rolling the psychic. No, thing. then I won't bother. Now you get in another jab. Are you going for the other wing or the same wing? Yeah, I'll do the same wing. Okay. So you jab again with your trident, getting a good angle on it. You start to twist as it goes in, this time with all of the tines, not catching the wing between them, but all of the spikes actually slightly penetrating through the veins of that wing. Mm. You twist and you do see some of this glass-like material start to splinter mm -hmm. on one of the wings. Nice. Okay, uh, that is the end of the Sigma's turn. Now is the turn of the defenders. These got these robots, we all wanted to surrender quietly. Oh, yeah. Like, we all rolled to try and surrender quietly. You did all do very well. It's almost like the people in style are shit. But then the robots <laughs> said to us, surrender quietly, and we're like, we're trying to surrender quietly, and then mm. they attack us. I think that's the thing. If they'd have given us the chance to surrender quietly, we would have done, but then they've now unconscious one of our team. I, yeah. I understand where we're coming from. Was it Tala that said they're here to protect Jacques LeBlanc? Yes. And are you there to protect Jacques LeBlanc or are you there to protect Skylar? <gasps> There's your answer. Um, I don't understand. Maybe they checked against Jacques LeBlanc's blood. <gasps> we're not connected to Jacques LeBlanc's blood. That's what I'm thinking. But then how did we get in? The question is not, are you here to protect Jacques LeBlanc? It's, is protecting Jacques LeBlanc a lie that you're telling? Right, so they can tell when you're la- Oh. If you don't roll well enough, they can, yes. I just would like to write a letter of complaint <laughs> to the people in charge of style because being murdered when I'm trying to surrender quietly is not okay. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? So, sorry, an empathy machine broke. Tala <laughs> uh, might be about to die as well. The guards step forwards and make two attacks at Tala, as in each of them make one. Oh, thank God. The guards approach. Uh, <laughs> first, the one on the left of the Sigma series. It barrels a punch at Tala, but you duck underneath it. <gasps> I do. Just completely do. avoiding it because they rolled in that one. Do they hit the other Epsilon? Because <laughs> I duck. That'd be pretty neat. I did duck. You specified. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yay. Hang on. I've got, I've got some complex maths to do now. <laughs> Tala, you duck as this essentially a wall being used as a fist is barreled yeah. towards you. You duck out of the way. This fist hits the other defender. The defender that gets struck falls flat on its back. <gasps> and as it was attempting to punch you at the same time, just fires a punch <gasps> just into the air. Amazing. Nice. It doesn't seem to have taken any damage from the punch. Well, no, it's, it's wall hitting wall. Mm. I don't imagine this. That's very, very funny. That's very funny. I really am hoping it's like a tortoise situation <laughs> and they now won't be able to get up on their own. That's that's great. <laughs> Across the room, 
Larange stands up. Come on, Orange. And turns. His sort of very full beard is now kind of bristling. Mm. Quivering is almost the right word for it. And you see around Larange these little tiny purple lights appear. Mm. And Skylar, you've got the highest passive perception. You can mm-hmm. these these little purple lights, they look like tiny clock faces. Ooh. And some of them look like gears. Ooh. Then Larange closes his eyes and disappears. <gasps> Gee, thanks, dude. Appearing. Oh, 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 oh. I oh. oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> appearing inside the bar oh. with the people who look like Normas as well. Huh. Larange, then these purple lights, these mechanical purple lights almost, billow out from him. Hendrix, you are healed for <gasps> 50 points. <gasps> yes! Tala and Skylar, you are both healed for 25 points each. <gasps> I'm back up to full ah. now. Thank you, Mr. Orange. And the lights around you, the soft glowing pink lights all dissipate. <gasps> we like Mr. Orange a lot. The door behind the robots is fully repaired as well by these purple sprites wow. that seem to be doing this work. What the hell is this guy? What about the other unconscious people or were they carried out by other punters? For legal purposes, they were carried out by the other punters. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Larange looks exhausted. Oh. And you all hear him say, I said I would come to find you and I will find you again. And then he sort of almost passes out, is caught by the three Normas who start taking him towards what you believe to be a trap door within the bar itself. You also notice that the bartender isn't there anymore. Ah, so maybe the force field's gone. How did that there's a trap door? Top of the round, Skylar. Do you know what? I'm gonna use Moontooth. Yeah! Use your awesome weapon. And I get a 13. 13. Skylar, as you're drawing Moontooth, you slash it in front of you, trying to catch these automatons. Uh, your sword bounces off the arm harmlessly. Okay, so I would like to disengage. After after drawing your sword and slashing towards this thing, you then get very light on your feet. Yeah, he he's very like, I wonder if uh, whatever Moontooth is sort of imbued with, if that would mm-hmm. have any effect on these robots because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what a robot is. So yes. he slashes to see if it'll do anything. Mm. Yeah, and then instantly sees that it's robotic, like it's metal, it's armor, it's not gonna cut through. So he goes, okay, so he disengages and now I would like to use my <laughs> movement to put some distance between us. Cool. You're going to head towards the bar, as you yes. were originally saying? Yes, so cool. I'm going to run and jump behind Larange. Okay. Skylar, you run towards the bar, you leap through the sky, just coursing over a pot that's on the side of the bar. Mm-hmm. As you begin to cross the threshold, a shimmering field of force <sighs> bounces up. Ah, and you're fuck. knocked onto your ass no. by the side of the bar. No! Hendrix, it is your turn. I, I'm conscious again. Correct. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit down. Yeah, because Orange said he'd come find us, yeah. didn't he? So maybe he meant in prison. Who knows? I think he just went, I don't know. All I know is that, <laughs> look, if these three don't get us, someone else will. I'm just gonna, I'm just trying, I'm just gonna attempt to surrender again. 
I just want to go to prison. <laughs> but my question to you is, do you do you surrender with no terms? I guess. No. Oh, oh, oh. No, don't surrender with no terms. Well, it's not I'm not surrendering with terms. I'm being arrested. It's not surrender with terms. <laughs> you just are resisting arrest or you're not. Oh, I guess you don't at make least, terms at least, when at you're least, arrested. But if the DM is offering you terms. <laughs> at least just say I will come quietly and safely. Yeah, so he okay, so he's gonna look to them and and say like you said if we went peacefully with you, nothing would happen. We're trying to go peacefully with you. Can you get that through your metal brain and take us in? <laughs> that sounds like hostility detected, Hendrix. <laughs> well, I, that's my calmest setting. It's a genuine question. Can he or can he not get it through his metal brain? <laughs> if not, I'd like to speak to his supervisor. Um, You say that. Do you want me to roll it? Y- yes. Persuasion if you're persuading. If you're not persuading, then deception. Ooh, that's a 21. It's a bit better this time. Maybe because I'm not holding a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Funny that. You say that. Um, and again, the <laughs> the wings on the Sigma series ripple out different colours. Tala. Right, so Tala is going to take the disengage action. Okay. And I'm going to step backwards mm-hmm. so that I'm kind of stood by Hendrix, but slightly in front of still. Okay. And Tala will say, my party and I will come quietly as long as no harm, mental or physical, comes to us. This is my surrender, these are my terms. (laughs) (laughs) The Sigma series wings, again, have this ripple of different colors. Do you want me to roll or is that just as is? Yeah, please roll me a uh, persuasion. That is an eight. But I'm being honest. You are. Can you roll me a charisma saving throw, please? For fuck's sake. That is an 18. What are they trying to do to me? The rippling on the wings continues. Hmm. Um, Okay. Next up is the Sigma series, who uh, looks at the three of you, Skyler on his ass on the floor. Hey, give me <laughs> some dignity. <laughs> no. Wait, I, I must have missed that you were on your ass on the floor. Yeah. Bounced off the force field. Can we please assume that I gave him a hand up? I'd have, I'd have helped him up and then I'd have said my bit because sure. I am his valet. The Sigma series looks around and sees the three of you, Skylar, not with his ass on the floor. Thank you. The Sigma series turns to Hendrix. And in their hands appears like... It starts off as just like a blue fuzziness. That fuzziness becomes sort of corporeal. And you see it's like (sighs) blue metal link handcuffs. Handcuffs, yeah. Okay. Like anti-magic handcuffs, presumably. Do you put your hands out? Yep, that's part of surrendering. Yeah. Cool. That's part of being arrested. I get it. I'm sure it's not his first rodeo, to be fair. (laughs) Hendrix, for the first time since that unfortunate night all those years ago, you feel a certain fizzle that is normally in your personage not be there. (sighs) You feel as though a connection has been cut off from you. That's peaceful. That must oh. be nice. That is nice. He's like, can I turn these handcuffs into bracelets and just keep them? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, defender style ones, then one goes towards Tala, the other goes towards Skylar. They have traditional looking handcuffs. Ooh. Oh, we're not special. Made of um, a very dark iron. Um, but they've got some brown metal, looks like runic carvings on them. And they are extended towards you. Yep, Tala will put her hands out. This is part of this is part of going to jail. <laughs> yeah, Tala knows the drill yeah. from the other side. Tala, your <laughs> hands are shackled, Skylar. Yeah, yeah, I let I let this happen. Your hands are shackled as well. You're now out of initiative. Woo! 
Also, I assume the robot was obviously able to stand up. Was it yes. funny to watch at least? <laughs> it, Give, it us wasn't. Give us that. <laughs> it, here's the problem. It wasn't. Oh, it wasn't funny. No. So the robot fell over straight on its back. It levered a punch <laughs> straight into the sky. And then as the arm came down, it brought its other arm up and it used the wall attachments to just push itself to its feet. Oh, like from its elbow. Oh, cool. Yeah. That is cool. But annoying that it was cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> no turtle shenanigans No floundering. Here. Well, no, right. sorry. <laughs> Almost as though they were designed to... Yeah, uh, to be fair, Tala would have judged them if they were turtly because what a bad guard to build. That's, that's poor yeah. construction, that is. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. All, all the entire city needs is just like a strong but low-lying bit of rope. I was going to say, if we could just get through the city by shoving things, <laughs> dream. Job done. Oh no, I filled my city with, with bowling pins. Oh no! <laughs> the three of you are brought into a line with each other. With the Sigma series standing in front of you, the guards that we now know to be called Upsilon series standing either side of yourselves just flanking you in this sort of mm -hmm. goose formation calling it a goose mm -hmm. formation most people would call it a triangle <laughs> I like goose formation yeah. thank you very much can I yeah. refer to triangles yes. as goose formation shapes I recommend it it's, it's very freeing um Sigma series turns to Hendrix and says, You have been using arcane magics, which is against the laws of ourselves and this land. What say you? I understand. Um, it's my first day here, and it was an honest mistake, but I apologize, and I did not mean any harm or disrespect. Ignorance of the law is not a defense. That's fair. Hendrix, you may make you may attempt to make a charisma saving throw or you may go willingly Ooh. then I will go willingly because it's whether they have to fudge your brain or not to get you to go with yeah, them yeah he's gonna go with them because he's, he's like at the end of the day I didn't cast like anything super dubious I cast unseen servant yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's like Aww. it's, it's no, something, know. you know if it goes to, assuming this isn't a place that just kills you on sight which it might be because we all heard the cleaning noises upstairs but assuming there's any kind of law and order, if I can go, Your Honor, it was unseen servant, <laughs> I might be okay. In, in my defense, Your yeah. Honor, no one saw it him. It was unseen, I, I couldn't see him. I didn't know. <laughs> Tala and Skylar, you both see uh, Hendrix disappear in a puff of pink mist. <gasps> Follow me! Oh shit. What? That seems like magic to me. It's a double stand. You know, there's a rule for the many and a rule for the few. <laughs> <laughs> Sigma Series approaches you, Tala. Yeah. You have assaulted an officer of the law. What say you? As a guard, it is my job to defend when my party is harmed. Defending others is not a justifiable response to why you broke the law. Tala, will you either make a charisma saving throw or go willingly? She's fully aware that she's being arrested and willing to go to wherever they're going to put her. Skylar, you see Tala disappear in a puff of pink mist. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Finally, the Sigma series walks over to you, Skylar. Okay, I stare it down. You stare into its lifeless eyes that you suspect oh. have been put there to try and make people feel more at home while talking to these automatons. 
but for you it has quite the opposite effect. Every single part of his Yarl follower being hates these mm, things. So unnatural. You have upset the natural order. What say you in your defence? Ooh! <laughs> what the fuck does that It's because you've come in as a doppelganger, maybe? I don't know. You've upset know. the natural order. What is your defence? <laughs> what do you mean? Ask them. Elaborate. You have upset the natural order. <laughs> what say you in oh, your defence? Sigma series. <laughs> Elaborate, please. You have upset the natural order. What say you in your defence? Say so you don't understand the charges. Not guilty. Say <laughs> <laughs> so you don't understand the charges. I'm, I'm living on a wing and a prayer here. <laughs> the Sigma series responds disagree. Take me to court. Will you go willingly or will you attempt to make a charisma saving throw? Charisma saving throw, bitch. Eleven. <laughs> Skylar, you don't know it, but you disappear. Fuck. You don't know this, but you disappear in a puff of pink mist. Fuck. Oh, hello. Welcome aboard. You look a little lost. Is everything alright? This place, it's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Don't worry, there are no metal guardians here, and certainly no doppelgangers, whatever one of those is. Relax, and I think you should have a hot cup of coffee to help sharpen your senses. First, a special tip of the baker's cap to Bakerholics UK, the wonderful folks who baked, chilled, and sliced this episode's decadent delights. Bakerholics UK merge contemporary cake design and ingredients with classic style and elegance. All their products are homemade and brought to you with a passion and dedication from their pink palace, nestled in the heart of Attleborough, Norfolk. For more information about all their cakes and their wonderful founder, Morgan, please go to bakerholicsuk.com. That's B-A-K-E-A-H-O-L-I-C-S-U-K.com. Bakerholicsuk.com or find them on Facebook at Bakerholics UK. Second, we've had a very special transmission from those wonderful folks over at Long Cat Media. Why don't you have a listen? Come and make some memories in a magical world of fun. Eurobears waiting to welcome you home. To Dunkle 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 Discover a magical land of fairy tales in the heart of the Black Forest. Hear the little mermaids lament on the seafoam rapids. Spin gold into fun on Rumpelstiltskin's golden ferris wheel. And head on down to Baba Yaga's chicken hut for the best fried chicken in Germany. Yeehaw! Call 0702-611-452 for your free planning video. Come and give Hero Bear a great big hug at Dunkle 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 And new for 92. Don't miss the Trousers Meowsers Mega Coaster. Mockery Manor, Season 2. Three years have passed since the grisly events of Season 1, and Mockery Manor's new assistant manager Parker receives an unexpected phone call from Tokyo. JJ has fallen in with a bad crowd and needs help. What's a better place for her to lay low than Mockery Manor's sister park, Dunkelschloss, a magical land of fairy tales in the heart of the Black Forest? But as JJ knows, the 
past never stays buried, and it's only a matter of time before she has to face her demons. Season 2 of Mockery Manor is out now and can be found where all good podcasts are kept. For more information about Mockery Manor or any of Longcat Media's other award-nominated podcasts, please visit longcatmedia.com. That's L-O-N-G-C-A-T-M-E-D-I-A.com. Longcatmedia.com. And find them on Facebook and Twitter as well for regular updates. Finally, I'd like you to head over to at Starfall Podcast on Twitter, where you can find all the most up-to-date information about Starfall. Starfall is a fiction podcast about a magical traveling acting troupe and the troubles that find them as they're joined by Leona, a warrior with a strange sword and a mysterious past. The first two episodes are out now and you can find them on Spotify. Just search for Starfall Podcast. And hey, while you're online looking for people to follow, why don't you make sure you're following us at Dyson a Slice, that's at D-I-C-E-N-A-S-L-I-C-E on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we'll be posting pics of this week's delicious baked goodness, as well as posting regular cat updates. Life is about balance. Well, that's all from me. All that remains is for me to give a massive thank you to all of our Ko-Fi donors, especially Benjamin, whose kind donation has fueled this week's episode slices. And of course, Alicia, whose talent for editing is beaten only by her talent of taking embarrassing pictures of our cats. And now, back to the action. Hendrix, you find yourself in a stone circular room. Oh. There is a stone bench that seems just long enough to serve as a bed. There are some barrels that seem to have some sort of preserved food in them. Mm-hmm. There is an open pot with some sort of red liquid in it. Oh. oh, good. You can hear what sounds like the ticking of myriad clocks. Oh. They are all ticking out of sync. Oh no. Occasionally, through a crack in the door, you think you can see a pendulum moving sort of asynchronously. Oh, what does that mean, sorry? There's no synchronicity to its movement. There's no it's it's random no rhythm. almost. Oh, okay. Oh. This place is not dusty. This place does not feel damp. Oh. Right. I'd like to please go and look at the red pot. You walk over to what appears to be a sort of cauldron with a red liquid in it. It doesn't seem to be warm. Oh, no. It is very viscous. Oh, no. Is it blood-like? Roll me an investigation check. Oh, don't be a blood bowl. Don't be a blood bowl. (laughs) I don't like it. Investigate. That's a 19. Is it blood? Hendrix, do you have a beard? I've got sort of... Stubbly, scruffy mess. You were freshly shaven by Andrew. I was shaven by Andrew. I have. I'm I'm clean shaven. You go over to investigate the bowl with red liquid in it. There is a big ladle sticking out of it as well. You look in and you see an old, old man with very long white hair. What? And a long, white, scraggly beard, sunken eyes with pupils and irises that are starting to cloud over a little bit. You look into the water and it blinks at the same time that you blink. Oh no. You know that this isn't blood. But it's something. It looks kind of oily, but it's the only thing in this room that's been able to slake your thirst for decades. Decades? Decades? (gasps) Oh my God, are you, is that your reflection? 
wait. So he's, <laughs> he reaches up to touch his chin. You feel the long, thick beard <gasps> that you've grown from your decades of solitary confinement <gasps> in this room. <gasps> Hendrix, roll me an intelligent saving throw. Yeah! <laughs> That sounds wise round about now. What the fuck is this? All I, I, I did was cast Unseen Circle. It's almost like laws are not made to be broken. Oh, that's a 14. Oh. Roll me a d100. 49. Somewhere in this room is something that you've lost. Okay. And you need to find it. Is it my years? <laughs> is it my dreams? My sanity? Is it my, is it my youth? <laughs> you have been looking for this trinket. For decades? Decades. Okay. Oh, fuck. Right, well, let me think. Where have I already checked? The sofa? <laughs> mm. And it is, it is your sole driving purpose. Do I? Can I just check my pockets for um, my golden ticket? You are not wearing your coat. <laughs> so I don't have my golden ticket. No. Fucking, fucking shit. Shit. You don't want to just someone takes your coat and you lose salvation. Right, um, oh he's, God. uh, what he did we is going to. I'd like to investigate the ticking noises. You will do so at disadvantage. Do I, do I remember? Am I here like, oh, I'm missing time, but suddenly I kind of remember decades, or do I concretely remember these decades? Time tends to run into each other. Okay. When there is no clear distinction between mm. days, you have no idea how long you've been here for. He's lost time before. Mm. Oh, no. Hendrix. Roll me a perception check or an investigation check. It's your choice. I'll go investigate, please. Uh, that's 17. 17. What is it about these that you're specifically trying to find out? He wants to know what they do. He wants to like know what their purpose is. In all the time you've been here, you've never been able to work out the purpose of the ticking clocks and the weirdly swinging metronome. They seem to exist here because they exist here in the same way that if you were walking through a city there would be noises there with no purpose other than the fact that they are noises that are there. Because he's wondering if they're doing something to his brain or to time. Mm. That's fair. Hendrix, you take two points of madness. What the fuck is madness? <laughs> Didn't realise I was playing Call of Cthulhu, but that's fine. What on earth? <laughs> Wait, hang on. What is madness? What are points of madness? <laughs> points of madness. What what, what, do, what sort of track do I take that on? Um, what? Oh, I'm tracking it. Oh, okay, cool. I'll write that down. So two points of madness. Two out of what? <laughs> So that was a 17 I rolled for that investigate. Unfortunately, uh, the question that you asked didn't have much of an answer. Well... So if there's anything else that you'd like to try and glean, you may. Yeah, he's like, is it here to physically just mess me up? Is it here to magically mess me up? I'll give you this. The ticking noises are there. Okay. Because of where it is that you are. They are not seemingly connected to anything. Right. It's just where you are has a lot of clockwork noise. Okay. Um, do I still have my handcuffs on? Uh, you do not, no. Okay. Can I feel the little tingle of, of, of Squid Daddy? Not that I'm evoking him, but I just want to know. Have you ever tried to make a phone call, but the phone you're trying to use has no battery, no SIM card, and is actually a slice of bread. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Would you judge me if I said yes? <laughs> I wouldn't judge you. Hendrix, 
In your time in solitary confinement, you have developed a new flaw. I've got, but I've already got so many. <laughs> As in, like, laminate or vinyl? Ah. No. You have discovered that you really like killing people. What? <gasps> Fuck me. What people? How have I discovered that? There's nobody Holy to kill. fucking shit. Have I discovered this through experience or merely through fantasy? You discovered it while you were trying to figure out what the ticking of the clocks was. Oh, that was my points of madness. Oh no. Nice, okay. He would like to uh, use... He, well, first of all, what he's gonna do is he's gonna try and pray to whatever's out there. But in okay. doing so, I'd also like to incidentally use a divine sense. But he basically kind of gets on his knees and is like, look, a long time ago, I, I, I started thinking about talking to you guys, but look, there's a lot of you and I, I didn't know who to talk to. And I had a real bad guy kind of on my case and I was sort of more concerned about getting away from him than reaching out to you guys. And I'm, I'm real sorry about that. And look, I've lost my ticket and I've lost my mind. and. I think I kill people now, and, and I'm, I know I'm not, I'm not a good man. I, I, maybe I should just die here. I don't know, but I was just starting to try and get my shite together. And Aww. look, I just want to know if Tara and Skylar are okay, and can, just I, if, if this is all in my mind, or if there's, if there's any sort of sanity left in me. Can you can just? I don't know, just just to help me make some sense of this. And if I'm in some sort of axel hell dimension and this isn't real, I, I don't know. Just if, could someone please throw me a bone and I promise I'll be a good boy. And uh, in doing all that, he's also going to accidentally do a divine sense. Cool. You send out your divine sense and it echoes back at you from the walls. Aww. Your prayer, your begging echoes back off the walls. And then there is a puff of pink mist oh. as Skylar. <gasps> you see an old man on his knees with a long beard wearing prison rags, crying a little bit. Where the fuck am I then? Jesus Christ. <laughs> How long have I been gone? Oh, this is the second after you left the bar. So I arrive and I'm like, uh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, hi there. Sir? Do I see him? You do. You do not know if he is real. He's just like... Skylar? Skylar? Oh my god. H Hendrix! Oh, and he reaches out. I run over to him. Hendrix, are you alright? What's happened? It's been so long. You've not aged a day, you elves. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just... I, I was just in the... In the bar, and now I'm here. What? How? Oh my god. Wait. Wait. This is a trick. This is like when that hag turned into my son. You're not really Skylar. Oh, I... It's been, it's been so long. Oh, shit. Hendrix, um. you know that the ladle is very sturdy. <laughs> I don't want to kill Skylar. Oh. I want to protect Skylar. But Hendrix likes killing. <laughs> yeah, but I want to protect Skylar from Axel. That's like my big, my big driving thing at the moment. Where it was 30 years ago. All right. <laughs> All right. Hendrix. <clears throat> I want to I wanna prove to you that I am... If you're at your life from Axel, you must be. What did he do to Skylar? I, I, I swear to you, it, it's me. Um, let me think. Um, Hendrix, your divine sense pings again. This is not a fiend or an undead or a celestial. Oh. Let me think. Um, I, I, I'm trying to think of how to, how to prove to you, but any cult that... I know. It's because you know. 
and therefore if you're worried that I'm an illusion oh this is tricky I I ain't I ain't smart enough for this Skylar please roll me an intelligence saving throw oh. 16 16 very well uh you feel compelled to do whatever you're told to do <laughs> what? You feel compelled to do whatever huh? you're told to do. Huh? Skylar, Skylar, if you're real. Yeah. I don't know if you're so young still because you're an elf or, or if I'm talking into the past or if I've gone crazy. But if you're real, you've got to get me out of here. I, I promise I'll be good. <laughs> but you've got to get me out of here. I'm gonna get you out of here. I'm gonna I'm gonna Thank I'm you. gonna figure this out. I'm in a circular room surrounded by clocks. Um, um, I know, I'm with you. Oh. I'm here. <laughs> um, Skylar, you notice there's nothing in here that anyone could use as a privy other than the Cauldron of Red. Oh. Does it smell like that's been used as no. the privy? No, doesn't smell like that. Oh. I kind of hold on to him a little bit. Hey, hey, hey. Like, and I imagine my hands are all, like, old and thin. And they are gnarled and thin, hey, yes. Hey. He kind of like holds him, like in a kind of like a supporting his hands on his uh, forearms. It didn't. Axel was going to take you away. I, I couldn't. I, I, I wanted to protect you, and now I don't know if what's happened to you. You, you feel like you're really Skylar, but none of this makes any sense. I and I, I'm afraid I've started killing people. What? <laughs> Hendrix, I literally, I blinked, and I'm here. Like I can't express enough how i've only just arrived like no time has passed since i last saw you at the bar and now i'm here like i've been here for decades it might be the clocks it might be the clocks okay look you want me to get you out of here so just give me just give me two seconds and all right let's go it's like skylar pick up that ladle and keep it on your person i do so because i'm compelled <laughs> you do you walk over to the cauldron you pick up the ladle it's made of like a metal you can't quite tell what as you do the viscous liquid almost drops down like honey off the ladle you know it's not blood can i do an insight uh, an insight or a um a nature to try and work out what it is yeah, you can do a nature check. So, 12? It smells faintly of cherries. Mm. Can I do an arcana? Uh, what, to see if it's magical? Yeah. You can do an arcana check. Uh, five. I ain't got no fucking clue. Probably does something. You'd have to drink it to find out. Don't drink it. Don't drink it, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so, picking up the ladle, I'm going to look around the room, and I would like to do a perception. Yeah, roll me a perception check. 25. Nice. So, there is a stone bench to the north that looks just big enough for one person to sleep on uncomfortably. There are some boxes and barrels that seem to smell as though they're filled with like a dried meat or some sort of food. This uh, cauldron is here. Looks like it's been here for a while. Um, your ladle seems well made. Again, it's quite a firm metal. There's nowhere here that looks as though it could be used as a bathroom. There's a heavy set of wooden doors that lead into this room uh, outside of which is a swinging pendulum but it doesn't seem to swing at the right sort of time the shadows caused by it don't make sense you listen out and you can hear this ticking that Hendrix was talking about and you notice that the ticking is asynchronous it's not matching up it's almost as though there's a 
thousand different clocks, and each one is trying to be the most loud, and each one is trying to throw the other clocks out of time. Okay. Skylar, you've developed a new flaw. Ah. You believe yourself to be the smartest, wisest, strongest, fastest, and most beautiful person that you know. <laughs> oh, that is a new flaw. But it's a convenient one. It is. Uh, I would like to walk over to the doors. You do so. Can I open them? Uh, do you push or pull? I try one and then the other. Uh, first you pull. There is no handle for you to pull on. You push and the doors don't even budge. They bend ever so slightly. And then as you look down, you see a keyhole. Okay. Um, I would like to try to pick the lock. With what? I have lock picks. No, you don't. What? <laughs> you, you ain't wearing, got none of your shit. You are wearing prison robes. And for the past 66 years that you have been here, <gasps> you have watched <gasps> Hendrix get older and older and more frail, while you seemingly don't really age at all. Do I now remember him being here all this time? Yes, you do. Oh, how weird. I would like to do a wisdom check. What sort of wisdom thing? What are you trying to work out? I want to break through whatever mental compulsion that is. Yeah, you already tried to with your intelligence saving throw. Ah, fuck. Skylar, we've been over this. You can't pick the lock with that ladle. <laughs> <laughs> You've been trying for 66 years. There's gotta be a way. Tala. Yeah? You're doing your friend a favor. You picked up a shift um, because basically she called in sick. Really, she's going off with her boyfriend to go and make out a make-out point. So you pull up to the neon diner. <laughs> Get out of your car. You're wearing your apron. Your hair's done up in a ponytail. You check, you've got your pencil and you've got your little notepad and you sort of oh walk in. The regular is there at the counter. He's got a plate of pancakes and he's got a cherry cola as well. Cherry. And you sort of walk in, say hi, you check the tills, make sure everything is put together properly. Is it the morning shift, I assume? No, it is the evening shift, unfortunately. Okay. Am I still a triton? Am I still blue? Yes. Yep, you're still blue. But I'm in a... A, like 80s diner. Correct, yes. And I'm here for my shift. Yep. I guess. I, I go and take some orders from some people. Do I know that I've just come from where I've come from? How is my brain state? Oh, you, you left home like uh, 45 minutes ago. It's a long drive. Um, but where you live, it's kind of out in the sticks. So you, you got in your car to come here to work. <laughs> so do I remember any of my previous life? Oh, you read a great book last night. You're fucked, man. <laughs> Why are we both in a prison cell and you're in a diner? But hang on. So I am a Triton, but I yeah. drive a human car. Yeah. She, and that's totally normal. Specifically a Chevy, yeah. Oh, man. She's living the Americana dream over there. Uh, she we is. are in prison. Okay, okay so, I, so I have no concept that, about anything that just happened. All I remember is obviously this new life. Yep. Okay, so you said there's a guy with pancakes. Yep. Is there anyone else in the diner at this point? As you look up, you hear the bell ring and you actually see some of your friends from school. They often come here while you're working because it's <laughs> nice to see them. Um, so you see Cass. Fuck. Oh, and Cass, Cass is actually hanging out with Tiny and Pad and Norma and Shimmer. Oh my fucking God. And they're all chatting and talking and they sort of wave, wave at you as you come in, as they come in even. 
and they all take their regular booth in the corner. It's right near the jukebox as well. Am I in uh, Riverdale? I feel like I'm in Riverdale. <laughs> we really got the short end of the stick, didn't I we? I know. Why? What? What? Guys, at least you're in what? the real yeah. world. <laughs> Are we? We've been here 66 years. I yeah, I know. Oh, have I been here 66 years? I'm very old now. I don't know. Uh, roll me a perception check. That's a 21. Um, so the guy who's sitting at the counter eating pancakes is a bit of an eccentric. He's he's in here a lot. He only ever has pancakes. It's really weird. Pancakes and cherry cola. Um, he's he wears like an all orange suit. Um, has a big beard, but doesn't seem to take care of himself. But he has a lot of money. Right? Does he tip well? He tips very well. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but he doesn't need anything. There is a new person in the diner. You didn't see them at first because they're round the corner in the really annoying booth. If you're not looking at it, you forget. Okay. Dressed all in black, they've kind of got their hair scraped back. Sort of very suave demeanour. Uh, oh no! You, you've not served him before. Oh, oh um, shit! No. But you turn, you turn to look at him, and he sort of flashes you this big smile, huge smile, <sighs> and holds up kind of an empty coffee cup. Okay, so, so you said the pancake guy's like at the bar, right? Yeah. Behind you, you hear a ding of a bell. Okay, so Tyler will get the ding. I assume that means there's a plate of food. Where is the food set to go? Is it the same place as the coffee? Turn around and there is a huge stack of pancakes, uh, which is for the guy at the counter. Okay, perfect. So you give the gentleman in orange his fresh stack of pancakes and a, and a cherry cola. There's no plate there. Um, person before must have forgotten to give it to him. Uh, you're always picking up after your colleague's shit. So I will place the pancakes down and say, is there anything else I can get for you? Uh, looks up and you see his eyes are purple and the sort of the hands of the clock uh-huh. in there. Oh. Hands of the clock in one and the other one it's kind of like there's a cloud swirling. Right. And he, he says uh, oh, no this is it for me thank you. Okay great and Tala will get the pot of coffee. Correct. She will go via her friend's table. Uh, you would have to go out of your way to go to your friend's table. Okay then she will just call out and be like hey guys I'll be over in a second. They uh, all cheer. <laughs> And Tyler will swan her way over to Mystery Man in the Corner, who looks like he's going to be a good tipper. Mm. And she will just kind of instinctively refill his coffee cup and be like, Hi, can I get you any food today? Now I hear that the bacon here is to die for. Is that right? Uh, you know what? The bacon is really good, but I have to say the omelette is like especially great. The mm. chef's amazing. You do have to break a few eggs to make an omelette. Well, that's what they tell me. Can't you, say I've made one myself. You might not have heard, but I'm trying to buy this place. Oh, really? Mm. That's exciting. I didn't I didn't know they were selling. Don't sell them your <laughs> diner brain. <laughs> I didn't know the I, I didn't know the owner was selling. Everything has its price. Does Tala know the owner? I assume she would. Yes, you do know the owner. Yeah, it's you. He bought my diner and knocked it down and built a 70s <laughs> office block. Don't sell him your diner. It's it's actually your mum's diner. Oh. Your mum's the owner. Does, I assume my mum has never mentioned wanting to sell, ever having any inclination. No, no, no. Oh, I'm so sorry to disappoint you. I don't, I don't think the owner is going to sell. It's kind of a family business. He just smiles at you with this big grin. He's like, children know nothing. Pretty much. Children are stupid. <laughs> is it possible to insight this guy? Yeah, you can roll insight check. Because Tala, only now, because he's like, oh, everything's got a price, and because it's her family business, she's now got that kind of protective familial, is this guy being a creep? Mm-hmm. That is a, a 21. He seems fairly certain that he can afford any price. 
Okay, but it's but okay. So he's just really arrogant enough to think that he can just buy it. It's not arrogance. Okay, okay. I I mean I don't know what the Tala is like in this world. Like you, like that Tala, like every Tala. Oh, because she'd be kind of like, well, that's a bit big of yourself to think that everyone will just sell something. Like maybe the diner has meaning. Does does she does she say that to him or? She just says, well, I mean, I can't stop you offering, but I I can kind of warn you that I don't I don't think the owner will sell. So you might be wasting your time. Uh, he laughs. And he rummages in a bag and uh, he takes out a photograph. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a picture of an older gentleman with uh, long grey hair. He's wearing a sort of... Oh, uh, wearing a suit, but doesn't quite fit right. Oh, no. He kind of looks like he's been, been sweating a lot. Clean shaven. When you say suit, is it like a corporate suit? Yeah, yeah, corporate suit, definitely. Right, right, sure. Oh my God. You, you recognise this guy because he's he's been in a few times. He loves the seafood here. Uh, Lord knows why, because it makes everyone else sick. Uh, the crab sticks are a favourite. Right, fuck. You see the photo and he says, my best employee. Oh, no. oh he, he works for you, does he? Excellent salesman. Right, so, so you work, do you run like a sales company then? I'm more in purchasing. Oh my god. Uh, right. You're aware that your friends haven't had their order taken. Yeah, I was going to say, Tala's like, I've got other customers. She's like, okay, well, when you're ready to order food, um, just give me a wave. If not, I've just got to go see some other customers. Just remember Talasa. He calls you by your full name. <gasps> Is my name badge my full name? Uh, you don't have a name badge. <gasps> Do I introduce myself to people by my full name? You don't remember. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. You don't even remember how long it's been that you've been sat in this circular stone room watching Hendrix and Skylar argue with each other about whether the doors can be opened. You've seen Hendrix beg Skylar to keep the ladle away from him. And the whole time you've just been sitting in the corner just watching it happen. Hang on, so do I now remember my diner life? You're vaguely aware of it, yeah. Does it feel like it happened or does it feel like a dream I've had? Oh, it it felt like it happened. And now I'm in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he said remember to latter and and now you're here. Can you roll me an intelligent saving throw, please? Motherfuck, I don't want to. Oh my good lord. Nope, that's a four. Oh, I see. Sorry, guys. I rolled really well on my other rolls. I wondered why Skylar got here first. Fuck! Because you were in a diner, obviously. Yeah. Guys, I had a shift. I'm so sorry that I'm late. <laughs> so I'm late to her being here for the past six years. Bethany called in sick, but she's totally not sick, so I had to run in and cover for her. Do you want me to kill Bethany for you? <laughs> Tala, you have been in this room watching Hendrix and Skylar argue, and then they disappeared. What the fuck? And they're just replaced by these two random people who are yelling and making loads of noise and it's really really getting on your nerves so you pick up the ladle because you took the ladle from them <gasps> did i and my ladle you go you go to strike the older more frail looking man in the hope that the yelling will stop can you please roll me an attack at advantage what the what am I adding? Like uh, as, as though you were attacking with as though you were attacking with your hand axe. That is a twenty-three to hit. Okay. And what is your strength score? What the fuck is happening? My strength is the score is eighteen, so it's plus four for strength. Hendrix, you take two plus four plus two for Tala's rage. Is it two for your rage or three for your rage? Oh my god, I'm raging. It's two. Two. <laughs> You take eight bludgeoning <laughs> damage. Okay. Am I in my diner uniform or am I in 
my normal clothes? Tala, or? you do not know who you are. What? Yeah, you rolled real bad on your ends. You do not You're... remember anything from your past. All you know is that until you can get a good stiff drink, you will just keep going. So we see Tala attack us with the la- with the ladle, right? Yes. The two Does it of magically you... basically disappear from Scarlet's hands and appear in her hand? Pretty much. The two of you are talking about how the door is always locked. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, you just need to stop Hendrix from killing people. Yeah. But Skylar wants to do exactly what Hendrix says. Uh-huh. And Tala storms forwards, her tattoos glowing, casting an unearthly light in this room. And she canes you around the head, Hendrix. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Wait, Tala, Ta- you're... Do I think Tala's been here the whole time, or is it briefly like, oh, Tala's here? You'd forgotten that Tala was here. <laughs> okay, it's like, oh, Tala, have you... Wait, have you always been here? Ah! What, what the fuck you... What the fuck you doing, Tala? You guys just won't shut up. I just need a goddamn drink. You want a drink? There's a whole pot of drink over there. Why don't you go drink that? Crazy blue bitch. <laughs> do I smack him again? Uh, what you do now is your choice. Uh, Skylar's gonna get between the two of them and be like now listen to me everybody should always just listen to me because I know what is going on better than all of you no 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 you're compelled as you're told oh shit (laughs) (laughs) shut up well fine Skylar I'm going to need you to stop me killing Tala. <laughs> Tala's going to go and boot the door because she needs a drink Thank and there's you. no drink in here. Cool. Roll me an athletics check. <laughs> that's a natural 20 plus 7 for so it's a tw- That's a 27. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid the DC to kick down the door is a 30. So, so close though. it's impossible for us to get through the door. That's correct, yes. Does the door bow? Does it move? When you kick the door down, it bounces back and you are knocked prone. Tala, we've been here for 66 years. We've tried kicking the door. (laughs) Oh, no, guys, you've been here for much longer than 66 years. Tala's been trying to kick that door down for 38 years. What? We were here for 66 years and then she showed up. Tala, you've been kicking that door for 38 years. Look, I've got a graph (laughs) on this wall of exactly how long we've all been here. It's very well made. I've had a lot of time to work on it. Look at this grass. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cast Gust of Wind at the door? Tala, you channel this innate ability that you have. This is almost fueled by your version of the rage. Mm-hmm. And you guys see as Tala's tattoos glow brighter and stronger. And Tala, you try cast this gust of wind to try and blow the doors open. Yeah, and charge at them. You run headfirst into the doors <laughs> and are not prone. <laughs> T- Hendrix is going to turn to Skylar at this point and be like, look, the barbarian's going to keep doing the stupid barbarian thing she's doing. No, look. We've got to focus on escaping. Hendrix, okay, you're an alcoholic. You must have alcohol <laughs> on you. I am not an alcoholic. <laughs> you do not know who Hendrix is. Oh. You do not know who Skylar is. You do not know who Tala is. Guys, who, who the hell are you? I don't understand what you're doing here. Oh, for what am I doing here? sake, Just you shut, never seem to know who up. we are. But you know what? I'm fucking done with this bullshit. Right. I'm going over to the cauldron. Skylar, you go over to the cauldron. You see reflected in the water is an elf who looks a little bit older mm-hmm. than you do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick my pinky finger in the cauldron. 
Yeah. It feels kind of syrupy. It feels kind of syrupy. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull out my pinky finger and I'm going to sniff it. It smells like cherries. I am going to lick it. You lick it. It tastes really sweet. It's the sweetest thing that you've tasted in, in a long time. It makes a nice change to the rations. And you, you, you kind of realize that, like, you've not been drinking this. Why would you not drink it? And it, it just tastes really good. I want to know what it is. That's that's an investigation if you want to know what it is. It's an insight if you want to know what's happening to you. I want to do both. Uh, roll me an insight check first. Mm, 14. With a 14, when you when you drink this, when you drink this, when you taste this, you feel like it, it sort of lightly dances across the tongue. It makes you feel really good. You feel really good about yourself and um, you no longer feel as though you have to do exactly what you were told. Ah. All right. Okay. Now I'm doing an investigation. Yes, please do. Uh, at advantage, please. Ah, so it's a 13. You reckon that this liquid is good for you? It's good at keeping you alive. It's good at keeping your sanity in check. Okay. It feels as though it's undoing damage. I'm going to drink it. You drink it. You chug a lug it. You feel the viscous liquid sort of mm -hmm. pouring down your throat. And you no longer feel as though you are the strongest, smartest, wisest, fastest, most beautiful person that you know. Aw, that's lame. Um, you do have two points of madness. Yeah. Uh, um, if Tala saw Skylar doing anything that looks like they are drinking something, Tala will take it from Skylar and drink it. Cool. Hey. Unfortunately so. Yeah. She's like, hey, where'd you get this? And she just... Yeah. It's been here the whole time, bitch. Tala, you rip the ladle out of Skylar's hands. Ah. No one can keep track of where the ladle is. It's really annoying. And you, you drink deeply of it. You then remember who you are. Oh, thank God. And you remember who these people are. And you are no longer angry. Oh. You no longer feel as though you have to try to have to try to kill these people. Oh, good. Um, and while this isn't alcoholic, you no longer feel as though you need a stiff drink. Okay. Hendrix, these two people are fighting over the ladle. Um, I'm going to go up to the soupy stuff again. Yeah. Because he's kind of like, he's vaguely remembering that earlier slash 60 years ago or whatever mm -hmm. he tries to investigate this stuff yep. so he kind of like comes over and is like what is this stuff again anyway I'd like to roll an arcana check on it yeah go for it that's a 19 arcana check this is definitely a magical liquid it has been sustaining you specifically all this time there's no way otherwise you would have been able to keep alive far going beyond the normal human lifespan <laughs> you still love kill people. I mean, who doesn't? And you still want to find this thing that's in the room. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. That was so many years ago. Um, right, he's going to be like, right, everyone shut up, because I've got something I've been trying to find since it was only me here, and since you've both shown up, it's gone real hard to find it. Hang on, Hendrix, I'm, I'm so sorry I hit you. I don't know why I hit you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to find my thing. Hendrix, I'll I feel help. like... You've feel been nothing like but should... rude for a hundred hey, years. Hey, I feel like you should drink this. I feel better now. You should have some. Here's the ladle, and Tala gives him the ladle. I do have some. I drink some every day, otherwise I wouldn't have lived for a hundred years in a little room. Okay, cool. Have some now, then. And then I'm going to look for my thing, and you just stay away from me, because I'm I'm trying to... Look, just don't... I've got some problems, okay? And I'm trying to not... So he's going to take the thing. Hendrix, you drink deeply from the ladle. You no longer feel as though you love to kill people. You no longer feel as though you've got a lucky charm 
in the room somewhere. But you can't help but shake the feeling that something's missing. So he drinks it and then he's like, on second thoughts, I don't have anything lost in the room. And, um, sorry about being a bit terse back there. Yeah, alright. Sorry, does Talon now remember the fight with the robots and style and everything else? Yeah, yeah. You you all remember everything. Okay. We, there, okay. We, we need to get out of this place. I don't, the doors don't open. What's on the ceiling? You look up, and above you, you see a pinky purple swirling vortex huh. how long has that, that been up there that is ensconced by nothingness okay there is nothing else around it what happens if you throw a ration up at it <laughs> i was gonna say tala throw me into it no i'm gonna throw an inanimate object into it because huh. you could get sucked away and then throw me into it afterwards. Let's, let's be, I'm the first one going up through that. We need a bit more methodical. Let's be a bit more methodical than We've that been one. here for 66 plus 38 years. Tala's going to throw some kind of bread roll, something that she can launch. There is only these weird dried rations. Can I throw a weird dried ration up into the vortex? Definitely. Roll me an investigation check first. That's a 15. Tala, you got to get these rations. Um, You recognize the smell, sort of, coming off them. Mm-hmm. Your time spent in the city guard led you to all sorts of unsightly scenes, often murder scenes. Oh that, no. That had not been found for a long time. Oh no, it's flesh. But there's something that's not humanoid about the flesh, because it's got a consistency that's not dissimilar to fish jerky that you've found. Oh no, 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 no. We're either talking triton flesh or mermaid flesh both of those Tala would have a problem with. You believe this to be mermaid flesh. Oh, and you've been no. eating it for decades. <gasps> Can I roll a con save to see if Tala vomits? Yeah, I was going to say, don't throw roll, up. Roll a con save. Oh, that's an 11. Tala, you begin to throw up over the mm -hmm. food, but nothing oh, comes oh, up. Oh, no. You just, you're just there heaving, crying a little bit. Okay. Guys, guys, um, I think I think I think this flesh is from mermaids, which means that style is part of the people that have been catching them and 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 we've been eating it this whole time. I don't really know nothing about mermaids. Okay, well, imagine if I told you you've just been eating elf for like 60 years. Oh. oh okay. Shit. No, but wait. Wait. Not none of this makes any sense. He kind of waves his hands at Tala like if people are eating mermaids, that's a black market insane thing, right? Yeah. You don't then throw your black market expensive insane secret meat at prisoners. That's crazy. You don't do that. That doesn't that make any sense. That's They're that putting it, that here to that fuck it. with you because that's, that's the thing that you'd be scared of the most. Tala launches the mermaid flesh angrily into the void because Hendrix is half making sense. Roll my mm. athletics check. Athletics. At advantage because you are angry. That is a 21. You launch this dried ration that you are certain is mermaid flesh mm. towards the vortex. And that is when it begins to crack. Oh. And as the cracking spiders out from a central point, mm. a hand bursts through. <laughs> And you see a man, an elven man, uh -huh. with a long beard. <gasps> Little orange. Wearing a dark blue coat. Oh. No. Dark blue robes? Dark blue cape. It's a cape. 
cape festooned with stars. <gasps> he has a wild, panicked look in his eye. Is he reaching down through the vortex or is he falling in? Neither. It's the god. It's it's Shimmer's god. He reaches through this now broken panel mm. and he looks panicked. He's running towards you. Can we help him in? How high is the hand? You reach for the hand, but it seems too far away. Everyone roll me a religion check, please. I got a 16. I got a dirty 20, bitches. Nice. I got a 14. This man's face looks exactly like Laurent's. Mm. But you all know that this is the god of magic, of the planets, of order, Saren. Mm. <gasps> That's how he healed us. And he is running towards you. You're reaching out to try and pull him towards you. And he says, You are doing so well. Do not give up. I will come and find you before they can find me. And that's where we're going to leave it. Oh my God. The fuck is going on? The fuck is this? Just where are our three heroes? What's going on in this strange place? Will they manage to escape in time? Find out next time on Dice and a Slice. be thrown up into that vortex <laughs> like a trapeze artist I, just somebody throw what me at die? it what i die we'll try we the spoon next the spoon does. is a nice solid yeah metal. we need to know that you won't die i want to be thrown all right gimli calm down <laughs> <Toss> me. <laughs>